Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. And welcome to a new season and a new year as we start recording these podcasts for the Kids Ministry Collective. And thank you so much. I have been uh, seeing so many people join the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group lately, saying they found the podcast first, and that's what led them to join our community. And I am so thankful to the many, many leaders. I'm also going to give a shout out to all of you that are brand new to children's ministry. That's another thing that I've been seeing, and it's super exciting for somebody who's been doing this for 36 years now to see so many brand new leaders coming into ministry. And my hope is that this podcast will be an encouragement to you, a resource for you, a place where you can learn and grow and develop and to know that you are not alone. In fact, I want you to realize that no matter how long you've been in ministry, there's a community for you. And there are lots of fantastic kids ministry communities, Facebook groups, podcasts out there. And I'm so grateful to be with them, serving you, my friends. And so I hope that this next season, this next year will be a blessing to you, that these next upcoming podcast episodes will be a great encouragement to you. You're not going to want to miss next week's episode, the next episode in this podcast series. We're going to be talking to Derek Altum from D6 and the D6 conferences that are coming up in 2024. Um, they even He is going to share with you a, a fantastic discount to get you and your team to either the Northwest or the Southeast conferences that are coming up. So if you're looking for a children's ministry conference, I want to highly recommend you listen to the next week's, the next episode in the series about the D6 conferences. The other part is, is that if you're looking for deeper community, check out one of the KMC coaching connection groups that are starting up in January and will be another one in February. And we would love for you to connect with us in a group. I don't often do a lot of group coaching. I do specialize one-on-one because I like to laser focus coaching for leaders. And I do feel like you get a great benefit from one-on-one coaching. But if you're interested in that, go over to kidministrycollective.com or check out the Facebook group. There's information there. Or if you're a part of a subscriber to our newsletter, you can get that information quicker. There's a sign-up link there in our newsletters that come out once, twice a week. Well, usually once, twice a month, I should say. And we would love to be, have you subscribe to that and join us there so you can stay updated and encouraged by all different resources that are there. And last but not least, maybe you are looking to grow your leadership, to grow your teams, to grow your ministry. I would encourage you to check out kmccoach.net. I am launching a brand new way to coach, a brand new pricing structure to make it as affordable as I can for any leader, regardless of church size. And you can get a 30-minute clarity call where you can ask questions about it. You can learn uh, what it is and what it isn't, why it's different, why I think it's important that every leader, regardless of how much experience you have, should get coached by someone, someone that's got experience, someone who's been trained, someone who's been coached themselves. 
And again, I, as in these clarity calls, there's no sales pitch. There's no pressure. It's you and me sitting down, talking about what you want to do, where you want to go, where you currently are. And again, making sure that I'm the right fit as a coach for you. And if I'm not, I have some coaches that I value very, very much. I know they're qualified. I know they're experienced. I know they're worthy of the investment that you would take ministry dollars to invest in. So check it out. Go to kidsministrycollective.com. You can go to KMC Coach. It's right there or kmccoach.net. If you want to go directly, it's all there. All right, let's dive into this episode that I'm calling three things that will change you and your ministry. I guarantee it. Now, if you're a newsletter subscriber, you've read some of this, but I'm going to share it again because I felt like it was so valuable. I shared this on our Instagram reel, but I want to dive into it a little bit deeper in this brief podcast. I'm going to keep this one a little shorter, but uh, I really wanted to share this. And so I wanted to record this while it's fresh on my heart and my mind. Eugene Peterson said this quote, and I really, it really struck me going into the new year. How can I lead people to a quiet place besides still water if I'm in perpetual motion? You know, that hit home. I, being self-employed, doing coaching, doing restoring leaders ministry, being a children's director, pastor myself, I'm on the go a lot and I'm busy and I have lots of irons in the fire. I'm even a travel agent as a side hustle to help support my mission work. I've got a lot of things going. And this quote hit me. How can I lead people to a quiet place besides still water if I am in perpetual motion? If I can't learn to slow down, if you and I can't learn to slow down, how are we going to lead people in a healthy way? And we are really going to lean into this year a healthy leader, healthy teams, healthy ministry focus. We're going to help all leaders to do that. I'm even on a personal health journey. I'm going to get real vulnerable here and share with you. I'm, I'm on a health journey. I want to reclaim my health and get it better so that I can have my temple in better shape. I want to spend more time in the word, really loving God so that I can learn to love others better. I want to lean into these three things even harder this year. And so I want to share these three things that I truly believe will change you and change your ministry in 2024. The first thing is the practice of silence. Wow, silence is not easy for us. I'm a talker. I like to talk to people. I like having music on. Uh, I, there's always some kind, something going on in the background because I don't love silence until recently, as I've started to practice this myself. Silence helps quiet our soul. Psalm 62 says, and it's not the NIV, I can't remember which version I'm quoting now, sorry, but it says, my soul waits in silence. The other word is rest. My soul waits in silence for God only. My hope is in him. Silence is powerful. Silence restores hope. Silence gives focus to what matters. Silence helps you and I get rid of the noise, the stuff that doesn't really matter. It's amazing when we sit in silence before the Lord, when we quiet our hearts and our minds, 
how we can clearly hear God's voice. If you haven't heard God's voice in a while, it's probably because you haven't practiced silence before him. You've been talking at him, not listening to him. You've been wanting him to tell you and point you in the right directions to show you how to get more volunteers and how to build your ministries healthy and how to reach more children and families. But have you stopped to sit in silence and seek him? Not just doing devotions and, and again, prayer time, talking at God, but have you chosen to sit in silence? Have you allowed your soul to wait, to rest for God alone? I want to challenge you to take five minutes every day for the next 30 days and sit in silence. Shut everything off. Get your phone out of reach. Just sit in silence. Here's idea number two that I think you ought to practice, and it will be a game changer. Solitude. Now, again, I'm a people person. I love being around people. I don't like solitude. Solitude sometimes scares me, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but I realize that solitude forces us to drop all of the distractions, to move away from all the busyness, and to draw into the Father even deeper. You want to know God more? You want to know his plan for you and, and the ministry this year? Spend some time in solitude. And solitude is not about a location. It's about a heart attitude. We often make the mistake thinking, that this is all about getting out into the wilderness, you know, because Mark describes Jesus all the time. In Mark 135, Jesus was described, and, and Mark wrote down that Jesus arose early and he went out into, when it was still dark, he went out into the desolate places to pray. You don't have to just go out to the desolate places. Your mind and your heart can go to a solitary place. And again, you can sit before the Lord and focus only on him. I love being out in nature, so I do like to go to places. I Sometimes it's just even sitting out on my back deck and looking into my woods is solitary for me. I, I call it solitary refinement because when I'm sitting in solitude, God refines me. He challenges my heart. He brings new ideas to my mind. Solitude allows us, for allows us to rest and renew, and we need to practice that solitude. So again, I'm going to give you a five-minute challenge. I'm going to encourage you for five minutes before you go into your office, before you go into your home, whatever it may be, find five minutes to sit in solitude and just wait on the Lord. Rest, close your eyes, breathe deep, and allow the Spirit to minister to you. Here's the last thing I want to share with you. Stillness. Whew. We are constantly bouncing like super balls all over the place, aren't we? Especially uh, as I record this, we're now into January. And guess what? Easter and Bible school and summer camps are all on the horizon now. We know it's coming. 
We can feel it. Some of us are starting to ramp up. We're already into our Bible school kits and we're, we're ready to go. That's why stillness is even more important. Stillness means to stop, to cease, desist, to wait. Here's the part I love, to be at peace. In our world, with all the chaos and the turmoil, with all the struggles, with all the hurts, with all the pain, stillness is one of those things that brings healing and restoration. In the stillness of the morning, you sense a new, fresh day. Here's the other part. In the chaos and when we have these waves of busyness and these waves of hurt and these waves of demands all over us, Jesus is the one who stands up in the front of the boat and says, peace be still. We're told in scripture multiple times, be still and know that I am God. Are you practicing stillness? Are you quieting down the noise, the busyness, the hustle, the bustle, the stuff? Are you going to allow yourself to be a human being and not just a human doing in this next season? Stillness truly does bring restoration. It also brings wisdom. Stillness gives perspective. When we step back and we still things down, the peace comes. And wisdom comes. Maybe you've had some confrontation with a leader or with some volunteers or with some people in your church. Step back and ask God to bring stillness into your spirit and rest for a few minutes and realize that God is restoring you and refining you. And even in the harshest of criticism, there's always a nugget of truth there for you. Stillness allows you to see that and to gain that wisdom and that perspective. I know sometimes it feels like you're getting attacked out of nowhere and, and, and the, the pain of it all stings deeply. But stillness soothes that. Stillness allows us to step back and get perspective. I want to challenge you to practice stillness for five minutes over the next 30 days. So 15 minutes. Three things, 15 minutes. You don't have to do them all at once. Although you can combine these three things, they're pretty easy to do. But commit today with me as you're hearing this podcast to say, I will practice stillness, silence, solitude, because I want to lead people to calm, clear waters. I want to be a leader who leads people not out of perpetual motion, but out of silence and solitude and stillness. Help your teams practice these things. Encourage them to practice these things. They will be better volunteers. They'll be better parents when they start practicing these. You will be a better leader, a better minister, a better pastor, a better director, a better servant of God as you practice these three things. So that's it. I'm going to wrap up this episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. I would love to hear your thoughts on this as you listen to this. So come into the Facebook group and in the, in the post where we're going to be talking about this podcast, I would love to hear if you're going to commit to practicing these three. And I would love to know maybe some thoughts and wisdom that you've learned practicing them. Maybe you already have this practice. 
share with me, share with the others in the group how this impacts you. All right, my friends, that's it. Stay tuned for another episode. Like I said, Derek Altum from D6 is going to be sharing about the upcoming D6 conferences. And just, you're not going to want to miss it. It was a fantastic discussion. I can't wait to share it with you. So God bless you. And I just pray that this year will be an abundant year of growth and ministry for you and your teams. Thanks for listening, my friends. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.